welcome to the podcast. It's the Nolan Podcast from National Oil and Lube News. I'm the editor, Matt Hudson. Well, we are coming to you from iFlex 2021 in Las Vegas. Uh, it's a very exciting time. The trade show floor is bustling, as you'll be able to hear uh, in this interview with Dave Everett of Service Champ. Uh, I was able to pull Dave aside to talk a little bit about uh, his excitement for this year's iFlex and also the work he's been doing uh, with AOCA, with whom he's very involved. Um, the AOCA has a lot of legislation that they're following and other initiatives that they're working on, and Dave has been with them uh, every step of the way for years. And in the education sessions that take place in the mornings, there have been some great updates about those initiatives, and you can read about some of them on our ongoing coverage uh, on Nolan.net. But uh, I wanted to bring Dave aside just to talk a little bit about what was important to him and what he is looking forward to at about the halfway point of IPlex. So enjoy this episode. Uh, so I'm here with Dave Everett, and remind me what you what your title is with Service Champ. Um, Vice President of Business Development at Service Champ. Thank you, and also very involved with the AOCA uh, current board member. Board member of AOCA. Board member, That's and uh, kind of emceeing some of the education seminars this morning. So yeah. very nicely done there. Thank you. Um, so I, I wanted to kind of welcome everybody back to iFlex after taking a year off. We're here in 2021 in Las Vegas. Uh, what have you been looking forward to and what has been kind of a highlight for you? We're just in day two, but uh, so uh, Getting back to seeing people in person. You know, we've uh, adjusted a lot of phone calls, a lot of Zoom meetings, team meetings, and things like that. But there's uh, nothing better than actually seeing people in person, shaking hands, sharing stories, you know, things like that. So yeah. it's good to see our customers and our, our friends again. Totally. And you could tell uh, from the education seminars that we had a year off because there's a lot to cover. Um, I was wondering if you could go through some of the top-level issues that were maybe on your radar that uh, were shared over the past couple mornings. Sure, I'd be glad to. Um, in our sessions, the last one we just had was on cultural uh, and by culture, I mean what kind of culture are you setting for your team, mm-hmm. for your business? That starts at the top. You know, if, you, if you're setting a culture of uh, negativity or a culture of uh, misleading customers, it's all on you as the boss. Uh, if you're doing it in, setting a culture of teamwork and positivity and doing what's best for the people all the time, that's fantastic. Government Affairs, um, Magnuson Moss Warranty Act is a big topic again. Uh, AOCA has... Uh, filed some cases with the FTC and won on behalf of all of our members where uh, we've told the OEMs they're not allowed to require people to use their product. Uh, the Another current problem we've got right now is with the Hyundai Kias. Uh, as everybody knows, we've had problems with their engines for years. Uh, it's still going on. And now there seems to be a large amount of drain plugs falling out of the car. At least that's what the dealers are saying. Uh, a couple thousand miles down the road and that just doesn't happen as a technician's problem you know it's either going to come out right away the problem is the customer never notices it they don't see any oil uh, they don't see any blowback but the dealer saying it's what it is and in several cases in over a hundred when they've been checked the drain plug's still there but they're trying to blame it on the quick loop saying well the drain plug fell out, and that's why there's no oil and in one case they you know, our, our member went and saw it, so well, the drain plug's still there. Oh, well, we meant the oil filter. Oh, well, the oil filter's still there. Okay, and then you notice the hole in the side of the engine. It was the same old rod and bearing problem that they've had in their engines since 2012. 
before everybody was getting filters that were ballooning out and they tried to blame it on those, it was the engine problem. When an engine's supposed to work somewhere in the range of 15 to maybe 50 PSI, and these things are having pressure jumps to 350, 400 PSI, that's not normal. Yeah. Uh, a couple things, thank you for that overview. A couple things I want to add to that is that uh, I learned from the presentation this morning that AOCA has been doing a lot of work on this topic. Uh, there are resources on the AOCA website Correct. that operators can check out uh, and also to document any cases that they might come across when they're working with a customer or a dealer or an OEM. Yeah, absolutely. Um, is that right? Yeah, we need, we need our members, if they run into any of these cases, to document mm -hmm. it, send us pictures, um, and you can go onto the AOCA uh, website under, I think it's under members, and they've got places you can download this information. The drain plugs, one of the other problems with it is they're spray painting the drain plugs and the gasket onto the pan. In some cases, you can't see the gasket because there's so much paint. So you think you've taken off the drain plug, you don't see the gasket on there because you don't notice it, it's spray painted in place, you double gasket it, you get a problem. When you see those, take a picture, send it to us. If you ever, for whatever reason, have a dealer say, we're denying a warranty claim, and they're blaming you for something you did, have the customer get it in writing. Not just take their word for it, which they'll do. They'll come back and say, the dealer said it was your fault. And then you end up with a big you know, back and forth. Tell them to get it in writing. That does two things. That protects the customer from being taken advantage of, and it protects you from being taken advantage of. So number one, get it in writing, and then if you can, pass that along to us so we can back you up. Yeah, uh, and again, just uh, some the topics that the AOCA is working on on behalf of operators, uh, the Government Affairs Correct. Committee, and um, working very hard. And the other thing I thought was really cool about the presentation, having this uh, year off and a year of hindsight, is that in that FTC case, uh, you see just kind of the, I guess, the fruits of the AOCA's work, where the FTC has taken action as a result of, you know, years of work that AOCA has been doing. Um, so it's nice to see that a lot of work yet to do. Right. Um, but making progress on behalf of operators. Moving forward, not backwards. Exactly. Um, what else are you looking forward to as we are kind of at the halfway point of this week? Of the convention? Yeah. Um, now it's going to be just more connecting with people, mm -hmm. um, solving problems for them, mm -hmm. you know, things of that nature, uh, sharing information. Mm -hmm. That That's always key. Yeah. You can learn as much in the booth with a vendor or in the hall talking to another member as you can in the classes. Totally. And those are the connections being made as... as People could probably hear in this uh, episode, we are on the trade show floor. There's a lot going on around us. Um, but, uh, Dave, anything you'd like to add here to close? No, if you're not here, too bad. You missed it. It's great. <laughs> um, yeah, but make sure you're in Nashville. Mm -hmm. That's coming up in May of next year. Right. Uh, we're looking to expand some things for AOCA for our members on the education. I know the vendors are looking forward to it. A lot of great things are coming. There's been problems with supply chains. Mm -hmm. The worst is behind us. It's all getting better. So there's some really good things coming for that as well. So uh, it looks all up and up. Excellent. Well, thank you again. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Thank you.